So let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Outposts of Heaven, the podcast. This is Emily here, as always, with my beautiful, handsome co-host, Andrew. Beautiful. Well, Andrew, yeah. I'm right here. Yep. <laughs> beautiful we, as always. Beautiful as always. <laughs> um, today, we're really excited to welcome Sarah Workman from Sarah Screen Smarter. And she's going to talk to us all episode long about screens and screen time and all things, tips and everything. So before we do any of that, let's have Sarah introduce herself a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about your family and yeah, just tell us about your family. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Um, so I am Sarah and I have a 10-month-old baby. My husband and I just recently bought a home and we are just enjoying our little life here in Orem, Utah. We never thought we would live in Orem, but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> That's awesome. And I mean, you just told us, but can you tell our audience a little bit about how you guys met? Yeah, so my husband and I got set up by a mutual friend and it turned out great because we actually served in the same mission that we served for our church and that was in France. So some a funny little fact is when we're mad at each other, we only speak French. So really? it sounds a little bit more romantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. So, I, think, I don't think we could do that because Emily and I both speak Russian. And if we spoke to each other only in Russian, in Russian it would just only sound angry. <laughs> really angry. Yeah. To other people, to us, it would still sound beautiful. But. Yeah. Yeah. So do you speak Fran- France? Do you speak French? <laughs> you speak in the France. Yeah. Do you speak French when you're not, like, upset with each other? Yeah. Or is it only? It's, like, it's just funny because then when we are, like, in an argument, we kind of, like, are limited with our words. Okay. And so it can't, like, get too aggressive. Right. So, so that's, that's kind of, yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's awesome. See, my problem is I listen a little too much Russian rap, and so oh, that'd be. I, I'm not. <laughs> He'd be swearing. I'm not. Yeah. I, I have enough vocabulary that it would potentially be bad. Emily might not understand what I was saying. No, I would go like, over my head. Yeah, she's a much cleaner vocabulary than I do. Well, thanks. I try. Okay, so before we dive into the meat of this episode, let's do our Pobody's Nerfect. Um. You want to go first? Yes, I'll go first. Give our guests a second so, to collect your thoughts. Yeah. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, our Pobody's Nerfect is our little fail segment, embarrassing moment. We just like to um, have a little moment of... Help us relax. Yep. And laugh a little bit. Yep. Exactly that. Okay, so today I... Today, when... Or what, what day is today? Today that we are recording Monday? is Monday. Monday and Wednesdays are my hard days at school, and so I come home for a little break in between... While Andrew has a class. And today I came home and we had run errands, but I came home and I only had like 20 minutes before I had to get back to school and trade with Andrew. And I was so hungry and all I could think about was making this like banana smoothie that I love to make. And I 
was so excited. And I'm a big foodie, so this was like a big deal to me. I got too excited for this. <laughs> and so I make the smoothie, and Hiram's there, and he's helping me, and I pour him his glass, and I pour mine. And mine's like, I don't know, like 8 to 10 ounces. And I like turn for a second, and my elbow knocks it over, and it goes flying. It's There's smoothie all over the kitchen. And Hiram's just looking at me like, Mm, bummer as he drinks my smoothie <laughs> in his glass and i am left to like lick it off the counters because there's nothing left and you have to eat something it's like right but i only had a few minutes so it's not like i could remake yeah. it and like i spent the entire rest of my time cleaning it up off the floor my favorite was what Hiram said when i got home he said he said dad or papa mom spilled her Banana chlocket. <laughs> My banana chlocket. <laughs> yeah, he's like morphed the English word for chocolate and the Russian word for chocolate, and so now it's chlocket. Yeah, chlocket <laughs> is what it is. So there's chocolat in Russian and chocolate in English, and so he says chlocket. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I it's, I spent so much time telling him during the smoothie making process, okay, don't spill, don't spill, don't spill. <laughs> and then mom just. And then I <laughs> knock it over with my elbow, so I spilled. You're an inspiration to us all. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Okay, so a couple days ago, I had a friend invite me to, like, a mama playgroup kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And so I was looking forward to it, but of course, I ended up going, like, 30 minutes late because that's just what happened. And then when I got there, I realized um, the water bottle that I had for Royce, my baby, um, was leaking and it was in my backpack and I was wearing my backpack so it looked like I had like back sweat probably (laughs) and then I um sat down and I realized I had a hole like in my pants like upper leg and I was like oh my gosh this is the worst like first impression like with these other moms like this mom's got it together (laughs) exactly this sweaty hobo girl (laughs) coming to our playground yeah and so like I kept my legs crossed the entire time and like had my back facing the or like facing away from yeah yeah. away from them and but my son looked great so I guess that's like all that (laughs) mattered but I was like oh my gosh I'm Learn my lesson. (laughs) That's funny. It's kind of like such a win when your kid looks good. But I feel like my kids look better than I do almost always. Yeah, (laughs) that's because grandparents buy the kids clothes at this point. So the kids have like really nice clothes and I'm still wearing the same stuff I had in high school. So (laughs) that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, well, we're going to talk the whole episode about screen time, not a little bit. But um, before we do that, I just want to talk i'm kind of nervous okay (laughs) i'm nervous to talk about this topic because i feel like to me like it's well for everybody i feel like the conversation that's going on about screen time is so like like one way or the other like like, either you don't care it's definitely a hot button topic in like the uh like engaged parent sphere right it's like either you don't care and your kid watches a lot of screen screens and stuff and but then you're seen as like the bad parent or like you do care or something and like your kid doesn't ever watch tv or has no screens and you're like screens of the devil yeah so it's like so like black and white i think and so to me i mean to me it's like vaccines it's like i don't want to talk about it but i think okay so i think like today i just want to like break down that wall at least for myself and get some practical ideas about like what we can do to 
limit, not necessarily like cut out. To me, it's like a diet. Like, yeah, I don't want to cut out all sugar, (laughs) but I do want to limit it. Yeah. I'm rambling now, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I think in my mind, the two extremes have always been like, there's one extreme where, uh, at least the way I perceive it in my head is like, so the parents wake up and the kids wake up and parents grab a bottle, like put it in the baby's mouth and then put them down in front of a TV and they're in front of the TV all day. And then they parent like goes to work comes back and then like takes them away from the tv <laughs> or you have the other example which are like where the parents think that any screen is like the screen from the ring and like if they have it in front of the kids <laughs> like the kids have it in front of them for too long some creepy girl's gonna crawl out of a well and then out of the, well, the screen like grab terrifying. the kid well like there's like these two like it seems yeah. like there's two like, extremes in the way we perceive it but like it's it's really not that way right. i mean like people don't think in terms of extremities like that, I don't think. I think there's a definite balance. Like for us, it's we try and just so you guys have a disclaimer about like where we are at in this yeah. conversation before we're told how we probably should be. Um, <laughs> we are. We really believe that like limiting screens, like screen time, is important for us and for the kids. Um, not because we have any like hard evidence behind it, but because we've seen in our lives, like we felt like we feel, we feel less close to God when we're on our phones all the time. And, and we, we Mm -hmm. feel a difference emotionally. Um, but that being said this morning, I had to finish some stuff up for, uh, I had to finish some slides up for a debate I have coming up this week. And I, my kids woke up and I put them in front of the TV and they watched two whole movies back to back. And I (laughs) did some homework and I don't feel bad about it. So that's where we're at. And <laughs> so, so I think what he is meaning by that is that where we're at right now is that we're just trying to be intentional. So like yeah. if that means that we have them watch movies because we have to get stuff done for school, like that's where we're at right now. And that's... Or if I need a nap, that happens. So... Really? That happens? You've never done that? No. I've done that. Okay. Well, I'm like, I just can't handle this right now. (laughs) Never mind. So that's where I'm at. Um, (laughs) Okay. But disclaimer, now let's go into the topic expert. How, yeah, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> um, how did this become such a passionate topic for you in your life? Yeah, so um, a couple of years ago, my husband and I would come home from work. We would turn the TV on and I would sit on the couch looking at my phone and he would be sitting right next to me on the couch looking at his phone. And by the end of the night, I feel like I knew more about people that I went to high school with, like forever ago (laughs) than how my husband's day was or how he was Mm. doing Mm. and so we kind of reflected on that and created some boundaries for our own relationship and then fast forward to when my husband or sorry when my son was born and um I became a stay-at-home mom and you are with your kid all day which is awesome but it also sometimes is so long and like <laughs> to fill that time you just like I found myself like turning tv on and I could tell just like from for myself like my emotional state and like my mood like it affected it so much mm-hmm. and so I found other ways to like fill our time that was more intentional and more meaningful and so that's why I created this space online that like gave other parents um, ideas and suggestions and like um, facts about like screen time and um, to help 
their relationship with their selves, with their spouses, and with their children. And really, like, the reason I'm doing this is because it has helped my relationship with my husband, like, so much. And with my child, he's only 10 months, but, like, we are, like, best buds. Aww. And, like, it is... I don't know, like, I have that desire to, like, if someone else is, like, seeking changes in screen time, like, I'm here for you. I've mm -hmm. got your, <laughs> like, I'll help you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And I've looked through some of her posts on Instagram, and I just really love that you are, like, each of your posts has such a strong message and such encouragement, too. You're not, like, coming down hard on people. Yeah. You're not, like, being, like, a Nazi about everything. <laughs> You're, like, being real and being, like, hey, you ever find yourself, like, watching TV, scrolling through Instagram, and on your iPad, like... At the same time. At the same time, like, it happens, but, like, let's, yep. let's do better. And so I really like that. Yeah, I also cool. like the the emphasis not just on the parent-child relationship mm -hmm. or, like, the child development, but, like, on the spouse-to-spouse. Uh, -spouse. Spouse. Yep. So I think yeah. that's an important relationship that um, frequently gets overlooked when oh, we're sure. talking about this issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, so through your research and studying, how, like, what kinds of effects have you seen um, for us and for, like, us as adults and parents and for kids regarding screen time? Yeah, so what I found for adults is that it is a strain on, like, um, our sleep. Like, if a lot of times that we get a lot less sleep because we're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling or watching Netflix like episode after episode mm -hmm. and like we just stay up and we don't get the amount of sleep that we need. Mm -hmm. It also makes us have a harder time falling asleep. Um, another thing is just like our posture. Like think about like <laughs> as I like yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, I'm such a slouch. No worries. Um, but just like it hurts our neck and our like our um back pain. And like sometimes I notice like if I'm on my phone for a while, like my hand goes numb and I'm yeah. like, that is a sign that I need to put this down. You had yeah. that happen? I've totally had that happen. I'm like, oh my fingers are tingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad thing. <laughs> I have Your hand has never gone numb? I've not had that. Maybe okay. I just have stronger hands than you guys. I guess do. so. <laughs> I guess it's just a woman thing. When you were thinking about the uh, when you were talking about the sleep, I was like, Man, yeah, I can totally see people doing that. And then I was thinking about every time a new season of Stranger Things comes <gasps> out. Stop. And we're like, <laughs> we finished an episode and we say, and I look at Emily and we're like, we should, say, should we do another one? <laughs> and everyone's like, I, I think we need to have another one. I don't know if I can go to sleep right now. So I, I, I totally see that. I see that being an issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. No, you're totally good. Um, another thing that you brought up earlier is like the um, spouse relationship with screens mm -hmm. it actually causes marital distress oh, like wow. um because if your husband's like on his phone and you're like curious like oh my gosh what is he doing on his phone what mm -hmm. is he like looking at or what is he who is he talking to and it causes like i don't know like worry for no worry reason and mm -hmm. stuff like that so it kind of like psychologically we like put more stress on us with our phones. So, okay. um, those well, are in just... reality, he's probably just blowing stuff up on World of Tanks. Yeah. The World of Tanks. So. <laughs> like some silly <laughs> watching, like, knockout videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, like, just a couple of thing, effects that it has on us. And then for children, um, it, also the sleep 
Another thing is obesity and um, these like traits can go through their like lifespan. So if it starts like when they're little, um, it's hard to break when they get older. Another thing is attention span. Mm -hmm. So um, when children are watching a lot of TV, TV is made like the marketers make it so good that children never want to turn it off. Right. And that is because it's like flashing and like movement is so fast and it's constantly like grabbing your attention. So children, when they're in reality, have a hard time like sitting there because it's slow pace. It's not like as fast. Like real life is slower. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. I've never thought about it like yeah. that. Yeah. And so um, their attention span isn't, as like long because of um certain tv shows that they watch mm -hmm. um also emotional control and aggression um comes from watching tv and one thing that i've noticed is like our bodies aren't meant to like sit all day in front of a screen and so like if children are watching tv for long periods of time they get grouchy and like they get like angry and they don't know how to feel their emotions like yeah and so i think we were I've talking about this the other day we, yeah. yeah we just yeah. talked about that yeah. together that like when when we have days where Hiram watches a little bit more than he should he's grouchy and emotional super emotional yeah and just kind of kind of a turd but, <laughs> yeah. but it's fine yeah. <laughs> we can do better the next day and then yeah. he's better so yeah and it's it's not even that he's grouchy it's <clears> that he he seems to lose his um, like control over his emotions, yeah. And so it's not just grouchiness; it's like he's like, he just, like extra sensitive, or he needs he like wants to cuddle more than usual, or he needs to be comfort. Yeah, he needs to be more comforted, or he like really uh, like affirmation, yeah. and like he just he just seems like he can't extra needy. Yeah, he can't control his 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 emotions as well when he has those uh, screen like. Yeah, heavy screen time days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, as parents, you can notice, like, where the balance is. Like, when it crosses over, you know, like, where to, like, stop. Like, okay, this is enough. And Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and it, that's probably individual to every kid and oh, parent. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, the realities of life are such that, at least this is my opinion, you might come out and say that I'm totally wrong for saying <laughs> this, but, like, there are times when you just have to, like you have to kind of just give in. Like when mm -hmm. we travel and our kids are on the plane, we've talked about this. We just hand them an iPad and we just t like let them zone out for four hours because then, it's just not worth fighting them otherwise. Yeah, yeah, and like like I just said, like that's even different for every family too. So yeah. you just have to like work with what you have and what you know. I for sure. Too. Fight your yeah. own, like figure out your own battles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are some of the effects of screen time for us and for kids. But saying all that, I don't want anybody to think that we're saying that screen time is the devil. We are seriously advocating for just being intentional. And screen time can be beneficial. Like, we're not going to get into social media or anything today. That could be in a whole other episode or five mm. episodes. <laughs> but um, just that... We can use screens to do good, too. We have social media to connect with people, to make friends. Um, 
we have, I mean, we all have our favorite like shows and stuff that we enjoy yeah. watching together. Me and Andrew have like shows that we watch together and it brings us closer together. And, and I frequently use like YouTube and whatnot to teach Hiram right. things or talking mm-hmm. about animals. I'm like, hey, look, mm-hmm. look at, let's watch a video about turtles. And so yeah. like, we'll show, I'll show, watch a video. I was like, this is a turtle. This is a tortoise. <laughs> and, and it's like, it can be really useful. Yeah, sure. it can. And so I don't want anybody to think that we're just like railing on. Yeah, there's there are positive effects and there's negative effects. Yeah. But there are, yeah, positive and negative effects, and we just have to be aware of the negative, too. So that's why this is a good episode. Okay. Anything else you want to share on, on this, Sarah? Um, on effects in general? Um, not right now. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> so what are some of the ideas that you've learned um, to help us as adults limit our screen time? Yeah, so there are three areas that I kind of want to focus on. Mm-hmm. And, like, this may work for me. It may not work for you guys. Okay. And, um... So the three areas is the first one is for meals, like during family meal time, just like put your screens down and just like take that time to really focus on each other, ask questions, talk, and just really like bond as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, then the second is in the car and I'll explain it a little bit. So this is like when you're running errands and you're like grocery shopping. So you don't need to know, like you don't need to use your GPS. You don't need like, um, so like you don't need your phone Mm -hmm. per se. So like when you're running errands and you're at that stoplight, this is the hardest habit to break. At least it was for me. Mm -hmm. You're at that stoplight and you just want to feel that moment. But instead of grabbing your phone, you just like, relax and just like take in like go over like oh where am I going or just like mentally like just take in like that be present I guess be in that moment yeah yeah and um also like when you're in a drive-thru like I don't know like drive-thrus are already fast but for some reason like I cannot wait between those like two windows (laughs) I always grab my phone and it's just like a moment where I can just like no one's bothering me. No one's like trying to like ask or like there's nothing I'm responsible for right then and there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a moment to like just be present. And also like um, when you're picking your kids up from school or you're like driving from the grocery store to Target or whatnot, like take that time to actually like talk to your kids and like say, oh, what do you see outside? Because it's kind of like captive audience, mm-hmm. what I say. And so like... Instead of, like, if you have um, a DVD player in the car, like, for those short little trips, maybe not use it. Like, if it's just, like, I'm just during the day or whatnot. And just, like, take that time to really, like, be present in the moment of your everyday tasks. Mm -hmm. This reminds me a lot of the podcast we just... Did we just release this one? No, we just recorded this this episode talking about... um, what are we going to call it? Like having a, how to slow down and hurry up world. Mm, yeah. That was the, the kind of the, the general theme of, of the of the episode we recorded. Um, and it reminds me a lot of, of everything you're saying uh, because the world we live in is like already so filled with hurry and so filled with information. And so yeah. instant gratification. Yeah. I mean, it's so <laughs> yeah. saturated with stuff yeah. and with, things to engage your attention and it's so saturated saturated with things that you have to engage in you know like if you're at work or you're in school or whatever phase of life you're in like there's so many things you have to be doing all the time Mm -hmm. um and 
and then you put these extra expectations on yourself like I have to be doing all of these things all the time as well to be able to meet my kind of like social expectations. So whether it's working out or improving yourself through like learning a language or by being, I don't know, whatever it is, like you always feel the need to constantly be engaged in something. Um, and this is just like an extension of that kind of presence of always needing to have your mind engaged in something outside of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it it's so hard to break but at the same time it, it's so obviously not part of like the necessary part of life like there are so many things like that we have to always be engaged in um that i, I it's kind of baffling that we still think i have to have my time filled constantly right like we were just talking about how like busy we feel and I was saying how, like, I wish I just had time to relax. Well, if I wouldn't pick up my phone so much, I would have so many extra moments yep. to relax. Yeah. So, so that's really awesome. Even if it's, like, not that much accumulative time, but, like, mentally it's so much easier mentally, when yeah. you're not, when you're not, like, constantly engaged in something. Yeah. Um, it's, it is interesting that we, we, we add this extra burden on ourselves that brings us no, like, <laughs> largely no additional pleasure. Yeah. Um, at least one taken in excess, like whether we're watching TV or um, on uh, social media, like those things, when we're controlling them, can be pleasurable and they can be beneficial. But like in excess, they don't bring us any more happiness. They don't make us more calm. Like they don't, they don't like relieve our stress. Right. It's it it is a it's like like being sick and taking like a, a sugar pill and expecting it to to be better, <laughs> and then being like mad at the manufacturer i don't know yeah i think it's it's curious yeah Yeah, definitely um so the third is um to remove screens from the bedroom so that's like tvs or like not having your phone in the bedroom and like or bringing an ipad or whatnot and i have loved this so much because now that i like i plug my phone in um have it charge in the kitchen. And so first thing in the morning, I no longer grab my phone, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. And at night, like I have that time to like read my scriptures, to write in a journal or my husband and I pillow talk. And it's just like, it's kind of like a sanctuary. And also like when Royce gets older, um, we won't let him bring, um, screens into his bedroom just so that we can monitor more like mm-hmm. what he's mm-hmm. watching and so um can i ask a question yeah so do you read your scriptures on your phone or do you have a physical copy so before i had it on my phone mm-hmm. and um lately i kind of actually have been using my physical copy of mm-hmm. like when i served that mission in france and it's been like a reopening experience because it's kind of like I don't know because I'm a little bit older and it's been mm-hmm. cool to look back and there's something about reading through a book like actual pages mm-hmm. versus like the screen and yeah um yeah it but took it, me a long time to get on board with it like scriptures on your phone mm-hmm. but then like now that I do it I like no, I still prefer the physical copy. Yeah. But I haven't done that in a long time, so I, I'd like to get back into using it. 
Well, for all of those of you who are not like that, I am one hundred percent on board with, on board with, with, with digital scriptures. Yeah. I you can just do more as far as like yeah. studying and cross cross referencing and, and all that stuff. So I I'm a big proponent of it. Yeah. But I, I recognize the you know, you have to do what works for you. Like if you yeah. if you if you feel like that if you feel like your phone is or whatever screen you're using is detracting from feeling the spirit as you study the scriptures or from receiving answers then you should definitely listen to that, yeah. that prompting. Um, okay, then another question. Yes. Um, so do you wake up to an alarm? Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, Did so you do buy you have an, an alarm, alarm clock? Yes. It feels oh. so old-fashioned. I know. <laughs> it's so... F- Did you like walk to... into Best Buy and they're like, <laughs> What's you an alarm what? clock? <laughs> we might have one fancy, back in storage. We got this fancy one from Amazon. Just kidding. It's probably like five dollars but the thing is it's like that thing will wake you up when it is time to wake up (laughs) like no longer snooze and like it's just been like a game changer in like our relationship having like the screens outside of the bedroom because it's like when we put the screens for charging in the kitchen then it is time to like rewind and like like be together yeah be together Mm -hmm. that's really cool yeah i feel inspired <laughs> okay, so is that um your ideas for the adults? Yeah. Okay. So can we move on to kids then? Yeah. For so sure. ideas for limiting screen time with kids, which can be hard and different for everybody, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. And like there's like a balance and a time for place. And so um it's kind of just getting creative and like um so I've seen like at the grocery store parents give their kids like phones while they're like shopping just to keep them like entertained during that time but um some other alternatives for that is like I had a follower comment this on one of my posts and like her mom gave when she was growing up her mom gave her a calculator when they were grocery shopping so everything um her mom would put in the grocery cart she would add up oh wow and then buy at that when they were done and check out, they would find out if she had the right total or not, That's which so was kind of cool. cool. <laughs> and when she grew up, um, like was a little bit older, her mom took away the calculator and she had to do it in her head. And Whoa. S- yeah. And so like, I'm like, oh, I am doing that for Royce. Like, that is so cool. That's really intense. Or yeah. like, <laughs> or like giving them like a wipe and like clean the car or like just um having... sanitary and helpful yeah exactly. i did that the other day yeah you yeah did. i gave my arm a wipe and i was like go to town <laughs> yeah i love that and then for um kids it's just like replacing um screens with like books on tape um or like cds listening to music or podcasts there's so many podcasts for kids mm. and they can just like listen while they play or it's just like using their imagination and creativity and really like when kids are younger they're really trying to develop their personality and when a screen is like kind of like maybe persuading them in a certain way but when they're playing it kind of gives them that like freedom of like discovering like if that makes sense. Right engages more parts of their of their brain. Yep. Because when it's just screens then so many so many parts of their brain are already engaged in the in the screen that like they don't have to do anything of their own accord. Yeah. No, for sure. And then um 
a lot of families do like create checklists like you have to do a b and c before you can watch a screen mm-hmm. which if um which could work and then also like a boredom cure box is like creating like with your son or daughter is creating a box and like have items in there like from the dollar store or the little dollar aisle in target and just like so when they're like i'm bored i want like mm-hmm. to watch screens just like you can pull it out and they have like oh this is like i don't know like, like a dub version yeah okay and this really like cool. though there's always something novel that will like engage them yeah it's like not part of the regular toy box yeah something like special Mm -hmm. and if they're like constantly asking for like can i please have like screens and if it's like i don't know paw patrol or something ask like start talking to them like why do you like paw patrol what is it that you like about it what character do you like the most and like have them like make a play-doh or like of a paw patrol puppy or whatever or like have coloring books or like or have them write a story of their own Paw Patrol episode. So, like, engage with them about their shows yep. without watching the shows? Yeah. That's and cool. Just, That's really cool. Yeah. Like yeah. A lot. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I really like this this idea because as we've been talking, I've been thinking about how um, kids are learning how to think at this phase, mm-hmm. like, like when they're in their early years. So they're yeah. learning how to think, and they're learning how to engage the world around them, and if you start them off on like a heavy screen dot screen time diet, then like they don't really f- like, I, I don't know the, the data on this. So I'm curious. I want to go research some more, but you might be familiar with some research on this, but um, I imagine that their ability to kind of intellectually engage what they're perceiving the world around them doesn't develop as much because they're having everything kind of spoon fed to them. Yep. And, um, I mean, it's much later in life when we develop the ability to fully intellectually engage things. So when we are watching, when we're watching things on YouTube or on Netflix, whatever it is, we can we can think about it as we're watching it. Yep. Whereas, like, kids don't have that ability yet. And yeah. if you they start off too heavy on screen time, I imagine their uh, ability to develop that capacity goes way down. Yeah. So okay, this is exciting. I'm so happy to talk about this. Thank okay. You. <laughs> okay. So, um, first thing is you are completely, you're on the right track. So when children, like, there's been several studies and like, when children don't understand something, like, let's say they don't understand like a TV show that they just watched or a movie and then later, or, okay, I'm going to pause. Go for it. <laughs> I'm just, like, I always try to, like, talk about this stuff, and, like, no one wants to talk to me about it, so <laughs> I'm, like, so excited. <laughs> I just nerded out for a second. That's I'm awesome. Sorry. No. Nerd out as much as you want. <laughs> okay. So, let's say that you see your children. Okay, I'm starting over one okay. more time. Okay. Okay, so let's say that your child just watched a movie, like Beauty and the Beast or something. And they finish the movie and they go off and play and you see them like reenacting the movie kind of like they're like pretending that they're a beast or something. Mm -hmm. The reason that they do that is that they cannot under like they don't fully understand in their like in their mind like 
they can't comprehend like what they just saw so they're trying to reenact it Hmm. until they can like fully like grasp the idea or like make it make sense to them which is interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Because I remember reacting movies when I was little, and now like there's a re- like there's reasoning behind that. And this is like the result of a study, like a yeah. st- academic study, right? It's not like some blog post. Like, no, I probably I can okay. get you links <laughs> okay. too. Yeah, get us the link. Yeah. We will put it in the show notes. Yeah, this, uh... for sure. Um, so this another point is um, when there's like. Let's say that there's this show and, like, there's, they're trying to have, like, um, a concept where you have to be kind to others. Mm -hmm. But then there was a bully, a part of, like, the show. Mm -hmm. Children focus on the conflict, like, the bully part. Yeah. And they kind of miss, like, the... The the, message? Yeah, the meaning behind it. I've noticed that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of interesting and then because they're probably trying to engage the concept yeah they see this concept and they're like i don't get this concept and they're not really engaging the message because like kind of getting the message takes some development some development and some analytical ability yep which ironically watching a ton of tv or like just vegging out on youtube like inhibits you as far as developing goes yeah interesting and then um one thing just to keep in mind is like Movies are a little bit better than TV shows because TV shows have like 30 minutes, 25 minutes, whatnot, um, of like, like they have to like... Like fast pace. Yeah. And then a movie, you can kind of develop like the story a little bit more. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's better to watch like a two hour movie than two hours of 20 minute TV shows? Yep. Wow. Okay. I hear a sounding, or I hear a... uh, What's the word? I'm thinking of a good word. Whoa. A ringing. There you go. Ringing. I hear a ringing endorsement. Is that it? I hear... This is not funny anymore. But I hear a ringing <laughs> endorsement of Lord of the Rings right here. That's like oh. three hours. And the un, or the uh, director's cut's five hours. So <laughs> So that sounds like a party. <laughs> All right. That's, it took me too long to remember the word. It's no longer funny. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> well, Sarah, do you have any tips on how we can make screen time more intentional and meaningful i know we kind of talked about that already but do you have anything else to add to that yeah for sure so sorry okay so to make screen time more meaningful and intentional is by when we go on social media to make it active like we actively engage so like reading posts or like commenting on posts is better than just like swiping and just like um, just like looking at images, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I had a friend that, um, she put something like this on her Instagram story, but it stuck with me. She says every time she gets on Instagram, she comments on three posts. Oh, that's So cool. like, it's all about like, we're using Instagram for what it's there for. It's Mental, not to yeah. just scroll for hours. It's like mm-hmm. to connect with people and to yeah. really like engage. So. And there are a lot of people out there that like really do need support and mm-hmm. do need to feel like a sense of connection. Like whether they're, um, you know, they're stay at home moms or they're, you know, dads who just feel like they're not connecting with any of their friends or whatever it is. And so they, they post things on, on social media and when they're in that, and we've all been in that point where we feel like that need for community, that need yeah. for connection. Um, and when somebody 
like puts a heartfelt comment on a post mm-hmm. or a picture that you've you've put up or put out there, like it does like make you feel good. You yeah. like savor it, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's I would much... and you feel like like you have a relationship with this person now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. in a way you do. I think like, some people would would minimize that relationship, but when yeah. you when you make those actual connections, it's no longer just scrolling and seeing something. It's like really making connection with somebody. And so many of us are craving that connection and that mm-hmm. sense of community. And so I, I really like this idea of kind of using it intentionally yeah. um, and using it intentionally to bless other people's lives and creating a, a stronger sense of community and, and really helping those people, especially if they feel like they're separated or isolated. Yeah. Definitely. And a really good point is like um, one thing that's super helpful is when you move like your apps around on your phone. Mm-hmm. So you're not like muscle memory. Like, mm. oh, oh, like uh, so many times I check to see what time it is. And like 10 minutes later, I'm like knee deep in Instagram. <laughs> and I still don't know what time it is. And so like that, like intentionally, like, oh, I want to see like what my friends are up to and stuff. So like moving your apps around is super helpful and like making it more intentional. So a more specific a question. Time. Yes. Um, kind of diving this, taking this one step further. What about for those people who are using social media, um, specifically say social media, um, to run their business or if they have a screen time awareness or a smart screen time <laughs> uh, Instagram page? Yeah. Uh, how, what advice would you have for those people who are, who are using this for kind of commercial purposes? That's kind of their job. Yeah. But... So many times, Emily and I have gotten on to specifically do something related for the podcast or Emily for her um, for her art page, and we're all of a sudden, like ten minutes later, realizing I'm looking at like pictures of kittens, kittens wearing Santa Claus hats, or like a and shark then like I still don't like... even know, like I never made the post for my art page. Like, yeah, still. so address can you address maybe that aspect of it? Yeah, uh, it's a little bit niche, but let's see, let's no. see what we have to offer. It's something that we all need to work on. Like, it's, like, it is hard because it's distracting. Like, the reason, like, Instagram, like, does so well is because the marketers, like, know the algorithm and know what to keep you looking and, like, keep Mm -hmm. you, like, um, distracted, quote-unquote. So, like, really, it's, you just need to focus. Like, get that, say, like, you need to do it, like, um, what's that word? Um discipline yourself Mm -hmm. so that um like as soon as I post this then I can go and do like look around so really I don't have like a per se like perfect answer but Mm -hmm. it's like discipline like your inner self right yeah and I feel like it's almost the same answer whether it's your personal account or like your business yep like get on make your post and engage like you would on your your personal account and then get off yeah it's hard because I, I don't know Instagram, the ins and outs, and all that. So yeah. well, and we've tried specifically to do things like, oh, well, let's try and implement a system where we're only going to check it like so many times a day. Yeah. Um, or like we're only going to allow ourselves a certain amount of time per day, but it's so hard. Yeah. Like I've done and that. I forget that we even had a system. Yeah. It's like a for effort, but a for, <laughs> like good job. For yeah. trying to try. That's why it's just like finding those balances. Like I said before, like during dinner or like in the car or something that like maybe your morning routine, like remove it. Mm-hmm. And so like 
then it allows yourself grace to like make that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's like yeah. more important to focus on like, like sacred space, like yeah. sacred time. And mm-hmm. then like outside of that sacred space and sacred time, you can allow yourself to make some mistakes, but yep. like in these time, like in those set apart sacred spaces and times, like this is your hill where you're going to die on. Like it does yep. not, it's not like Instagram yeah. does not happen when we are yeah. eating dinner or whatever your, whatever your sacred yeah. space is. Yep. No, for sure. And then another way to make screen time like more profitable is family movie night. Like one-on-one or like togetherness watching a movie is so much more beneficial than like one-on-one time. And um like like one-on-one like TV and kid. Yeah. Okay. And so like and that's going back to your point earlier is like if the if your son has a question about like oh what is that bad guy or like who he can like turn to you and right. you can even pause the movie and explain and it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little excellent. bit. Yeah. And we frequently our playtime is often inspired by like the movies we watched mm-hmm. like a few nights before. Like Hiram loves Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And so we frequently have Harry Potter playtime. Like we've That's had awesome. we've had several instances where I, I took Hiram outside and we picked it. We picked sticks, or I let him pick sticks, and then for I, wands. Yeah, and then I wait. I, that is I, so I like, cute. I, yeah, I, I whittle it. That. Yeah, so like he'll say like, "Oh, I want this stick," and then I'll pull my knife out and we'll like whittle it so get it looks the, a little, little more. bark off, make it pointy. Yeah, and like make it look a little more wandish. Wait, I absolutely love that. Yeah, he, he, yes. he's really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> we have had to hide them because he gets he gets a little aggressive with the wand and so <laughs> Ruth. Yeah. Yeah, now that Ruth's walking around, we don't want to lose eyes, but. <laughs> But the yeah, I like this idea of of um, intentionally watching um, or intentionally using screens mm-hmm. and then kind of engaging it in playtime because it it provides it does provide such a of the world that you can access through screens is so much wider than the world that kids are going to be able to have, to access in yep. their everyday lives um, and so instead of closing off that that really wide world yeah. if we can utilize it it can make the real world that they are experiencing more rich and more full instead of being instead of them being like underwhelmed by the world yep yeah i completely agree That's excellent comment babe thank you you're welcome <laughs> made it up on the spot <laughs> <laughs> all right well do you have anything else you want to add or should we wrap up um are there any like things that you would like to geek out with or geek out about that you don't usually get to geek out about. Yeah. Okay. So let's say you two go out to dinner. Okay. And either one of you is looking at your phone or both of you are looking at your phone. That is, there's a term for that and it's called fubbing. Fubbing? Fubbing? Yes. P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. Okay. And it means you're like totally ignoring like you. Oh man, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you're in Where's person. Where's fubbing coming? Yeah. Like phone snubbing. Oh, oh. fubbing. Yeah. Don't you? That's fub funny. Me. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. I always think you know how people say like, 
they give the scenario like, oh, I like saw these two parents at this place and both of them are on their phones and like they must be terrible parents or like they don't care about their kid. But I always think about like, man, I wonder if anybody thinks that about me when they see me on my phone in front of my kid. Like, I really hope not. So like I try to give other people the benefit of yeah. the doubt too. Like they could be texting their mom because they're having a hard day or like they could be, I don't know, a plethora of things but exactly not just assuming like they don't care about their kid because they're on their phone all day you know? right That's so don't judge yeah. be nice judge. give each other grace there exactly are enough, there are enough people out there that are saying mean things you don't need to be another one of them but fubbing. fubbing. That's funny. That's really, yeah. I like that word. <laughs> yeah. Which, it's really funny because once you have kids and you aren't, you can't go on like one-on-one like dinner dates as frequently. Right. It It is a little, it is almost like a little awkward at first. Like when Emily and I go out to dinner yeah, it's just the two of us. Yeah. We like sit down at the table and we're like, okay. what do we... And what? then you look at pictures of your kids and you... <laughs> we, like pull them up. Yeah. There's a scene from... Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which like describes this feeling perfectly. Yeah, we use this phrase all the time. Yeah, so the, the, um, there are these two characters, you haven't seen it, they're both werewolves. And they, they have, have like, like a billion yeah. little werewolf puppies. Like oh every time God. they have a litter, they have like a hundred in a litter. Yeah, like tons. And so they just have tons and tons and tons of kids. And she's pregnant in like all three movies. And <laughs> they go on this big cruise and they use the... Uh, like the daycare, the daycare service thing, or yeah. something. And so they drop the kids off and they walk and the, they walk in... Or yes, yeah, so they walk into the daycare service and they say... So, like, how like, does this work? Like, what's the catch? Yeah. I'm like, there's no catch, sir. You just leave your kids. Like, come back at the end of the day. It's all inclusive. Um, and then they said, well, what do we do while, <laughs> while, uh, like, the kids are gone? Yeah. And the guy said, like, whatever you want to. And so they walk outside. And, and they're, like, in this daze, like, zoned out. Yeah. Chanting, like, whatever what we, we want. want. Like, whatever, whatever we want. want. And whatever we want, whatever we want. <laughs> and so I feel that really like, funny. like That's that, so like that, whatever we want days. Like, what can we talk about? Like, oh, we can talk about yeah. whatever we want. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we're at dinner, and so sometimes if, um, sometimes in like those first moments of like, what are we like? I don't have to keep rice from falling on the ground <laughs> no. or keep chocolate from going in the kids' hair or anything like that. Like, so in those first moments, it's it's really easy to kind of fall into a like well let me check my phone yep. kind of thing but if you can if you can just last out or you can like make it through that first little bit of like what in the world are we doing without our kids mm-hmm. then it becomes really natural and yeah yeah i agree and it's a lot easier and you don't have that temptation and it's worth it because my wife's beautiful oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> my heart melts a little bit <laughs> okay All right. any more fun things besides fubbing i like that one um, I think that's the topper. That's the okay. Topper. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much, Sarah, for being on the yeah. show with us. We're really thrilled that you were able to make it. Yeah. It's been and fun. I feel like it was really inspired to find you on social media Yay. and reach out to you. So. Okay. Takeaways, hon. Takeaways. Top, top takeaways. All the tips. All the tips. All the tips. Okay. Favorite tip then. Well, there was a ton of tips. Okay. Pick one. <laughs> okay. Um, being more engaged with my kids in the car, talking to them, having conversations. I've been working on that, so that's, yeah, yeah my main takeaway. Okay, I have three. Okay. Oh, Fubbing wow. is funny. <laughs> well, yes, I like funny. thinking about something that's funny. Um, next one is this idea of, uh, um, of screens kind of inhibiting children's ability to analyze and engage the world around them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at least when we use screens in excess. And so using screens in a way to develop analytical thinking as opposed to inhibit mm -hmm. because it's really about how you apply it. Yep. Um, third one that I liked when I said I had three and I can't remember <laughs> right now. <laughs> no pressure. Is. <laughs> oh man, hold on. I didn't have three. Okay, well, maybe I'm done. Okay. <laughs> oh, sacred spaces. This is the idea oh, of like oh, sacred oh. times. I've thought about in sacred spaces, I guess, mm -hmm. but not sacred times. It's like, like if we can set aside time saying, okay, these are my sacred times where we do not abuse. Where we either don't abuse or we don't use screens at all. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, or we have like specific strict rules when it comes to using screens. Um, and if you have, if you keep those sacred times intact, then you have more wiggle room when it comes to making mistakes outside of those sacred times. Yeah. yeah. So sacred times, thumbing, inhibiting, or like developing analytical skills. Yes. There we go. Those are my three. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, okay. babe. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like what you're hearing over here at Outposts of Heaven, the podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. The ratings are the little stars on Apple Podcasts. I don't know what they look like anywhere else. But, yeah, seriously, um, the, the reviews are how we break outside of our existing audience. Right. And so we need, we really need you to, to review. So please, please leave, please us, leave a review. us a review. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also helps people to, like other people to find it. Because if, I mean, I don't know how algorithms work or anything, but I know that if more people are listening and more people are rating and reviewing, then more people are able to see it. So. And more, that suggests... It suggests it suggests us somehow. Yeah. You know more of the techie stuff than I do. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you have any <laughs> comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, go ahead and do that through Instagram at Outpost of Heaven or through email Outpost of Heaven at gmail.com. And um, follow Sarah's yes. Instagram account. Follow at Sarah. At, it again. Um, it's Sarah, S A R A H, Screen Smarter. And I also have a website, sarahscreensmarter.com. Okay. Perfect. And we'll, and we'll put both of those in the it, footnotes. Sorry. Exactly. We show will do notes, that. Show notes, not footnotes. <laughs> footnotes. I've been in writing too many papers. <laughs> in the show notes, we'll link those up. Um, one last little bit of housekeeping, maybe. I don't even know what you'd call it. But we are doing an episode coming up about interfaith marriage. If you or your spouse or your friends or family are in the situation where you are of a different faith than your significant other or your friend is or your family member is and you're comfortable about sharing details about that we would love to hear from you so please reach out to us to us um at outpostofheaven at gmail.com we have some questions and we're really excited to put this episode together anything else nope then we're good okay bye thank right. you keep the faith you're awesome <laughs> <laughs>